Hey everybody, welcome to the Most Intelligence Podcast. As always, we frame this podcast around living your greatest life in a body that you absolutely love. Today, we're gonna to dive into a slightly different realm, but still incredibly relevant to thriving as a human. And that's the concept of energy. You guys hear this thrown around a lot of different places with respect to spirituality and actually energy inside the body. And, and people don't acknowledge that those two things really overlap. So the energy in your body, the way you actually feel, the vitality and vibrance with which you enter life really, really matters. And that's a very, very strong correlation with spirituality. So for someone who tends to feel a little stagnant, a little lacking in energy, today's podcast is one you're really going to want to listen to. Dr. Barry Morgulin joins me today, who is a board-certified gastroenterologist who spent years and years in China learning ancient Chinese medicine and ultimately becoming a master and grandmaster in the energy healing traditions. And this is such an interesting conversation, as I say, a little bit divergent from the typical muscle, muscle-centric focus we have, but not in any way divergent from living your greatest life in a body you love. Ultimately, if you're someone who wants to thrive, health is your highest priority. Energy is the key, right? How your body produces energy at its most foundational level is everything in creating thriving health and preventing disease and illness. And Dr. Barry and I go deep into understanding how to prevent ultimately the demise and decreases in energy that are so common in our society. You guys are going to love this conversation with Dr. B. He's an absolute uh, gift to the world. And I loved having this conversation. Today's podcast is brought to you by Real Mushrooms. Realmushrooms.com is your best place in the world to get the highest quality organic mushrooms. Uh, head over there right now to pick up your supply of my favorite Reishi, Lion's Mane, Cordyceps, the five defenders, all the incredible high quality mushrooms you should be putting in your body and your family's body on a consistent basis. If you don't already understand how mushrooms need to be an integral part of your of your daily routine, uh, realmushrooms.com has so many valuable resources and incredible articles on all the amazing values of mushrooms in your day-to-day life. Um, start simple but definitely, definitely add mushrooms into your daily routine. Realmushrooms.com. Use the code Ben to get hooked up with 30% off for first-time customers, 20% off if you use the code Muscle for repeat customers. Guys, this is something that I suggest you don't go without. They've been a long-time sponsor of the podcast because so many people, uh, just like you, are using it every single day. And again, this is something I'd give to my kids on a consistent basis. A little bit of ratio is my favorite go-to for improving immunity, for decreasing stress. If you're someone who, who worries about your heart rate variability, your sleep quality, adding reishi in before bed is absolutely an imperative to jack that HRV up and help your body get into a more deep, restful state. Now enjoy the podcast with Dr. Barry Morgulin, guys. Listen all the way to the end. We've got some really great stuff coming at you. One of the greatest things about energy for success is that it was not something that I felt when I was in medical school was going to be something I was going to discover. I knew I was going to discover something in medicine. And that's why I wanted to go to the best institutions. I went to UCLA, became an endoscopic surgeon. You know about all that. I had two practices in LA for 25 years and become international teacher and researcher. Um, and it was wonderful, but I kept seeing patients coming back, Ben, over and over again, you know, and with another injury or another illness. And I was going, this got to stop. There's got to stop people. There's got to be somebody who's interested in people getting well on their on their own and actually getting enlightened on their own. Because I figured the two would go together um, without 
finding out later they've got end stage disease and I have to cut their tumors out. You see? So I became really expert at taking people's tumors out. And matter of fact, there was one lady, you might know the story, Mrs. Rodriguez. I went into her room and it was so great because she's this really, you know, heavy set, beautiful, older Hispanic lady who I'd known her family and I noticed seen her so many so many things about that family I knew. And so I was so happy she was well. We took the tumor out. There's no bleeding. And she gets to go home the next day. So I'm all excited. And I walk in there and saw she was my last patient of the day. Sun shining through the window. And so I said, so you're ready to go home? How are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm so glad. And um, I'm so happy. And thanks the results. It's all good. But, you know, Doc, because she knew me, she complained a little bit. She said, you know, it's been, it's been a rough road. I mean, it took a while for me to even get to you. And then no one knew what was wrong. And then you were the only one that found the lesion. And before then, no one knew what was happening. And, you know, I got to go back and take care of my whole family. She had a big family. So she, she said, I wish I didn't have to go through all that. You know, and so then I sat down on her bed and I took her hand because I knew her. And I said, you know, Ms. Rodriguez, I feel the same way. <laughs> I've been going up and down to the emergency room today. I've been going to the floor and then I've been going back forth to surgery for an emergency case. And I wish no one had to go through this at all. I wish people could stay healthy all the time, actually get stronger every day. So that's when she turned to me. She said, if anybody can do it, you could do it. So I just decided on my own that even though I already was, you know, at the top of my field in Western medicine, I mean, I'd already done it. I'd gotten to all the best institutions I was teaching. I was doing research. I was producing. I was helping people. So, and I was on the edge of all the latest uh, endoscopic surgery techniques. So my goal of everybody having no pain and in and out was not having to cut people was being accomplished. But now I took on a whole other goal, but it didn't happen right away. It took me and took me almost seven years to go around the world over and over, over again, to keep searching and searching. Um, and no, everybody was well-meaning. I'm sure you've run into this too. You meet a lot of people who say, oh, I have the greatest herbs for you. Like I was in South America, you know, and I did all the plant-based medicine now that's so popular. You know, I spent a lot of time in crystal caves in South America and uh, uh, all the herbology. And I even became a shaman for a while. Yes, me with long hair and the whole look and all that and walking on uh, glass and walking on uh, razor blade. I mean, all this stuff just to experience that and then went to the Philippines to learn psychic surgery, you know, where you can actually uh, enter somebody's through their skin and just take things out. But it, it was all not something you could bring back to UCLA. Right. <laughs> Nobody could. I wanted something that each client, each person on their own could be their own doctor, that you could improve your own thing. It's sort of like if you have a good trainer and the mm -hmm. trainer wants you to do the, 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 say that, even if something as simple as maybe how you hold a weight or how you use it, if you don't use form sooner or later, by the time you increase in weight, you're going to get an injury. Right. And what's so great is that people need to practice that form at home, not just weekend warrior. They should do it every day. So I, I wanted something people could do every day. So I kept my practice kept going, which was really good because all my competition was going. I don't know about you, but when you have competitors, especially at a big institution, like a hospital, they were all going, no, you know, it, you're going to lose your entire practice doc. No one is going to follow you because you're going away on your own ticket, you know, doing these teaching stints in England and Paris and Canada, looking for this fountain of youth and you're never going to find it and you're going to lose your practice. So, but I had this goal that I wanted to, I'd already accomplished Western medicine. I felt that patients would stay with me and they did. So I, as a matter of fact, it even got better. I even had more patients when I'd come back, but I left about every, you know, two or three months and went searching for, 
what some doc said to me, says, you found the fountain of youth yet? And I said, uh, no, but I'm still looking. I, I'm going to find somehow. And, you know, I found a lot of great things. As you know, I went to Germany and discovered all those electrical machines that are out now popular and Japan and worked with um, uh, different things. I even got a degree in acupuncture, acupressure. But it wasn't until like I was at the end of my rope. Uh, uh, I mean, it was actually about seven years. I still hadn't found something I could bring back that people could do on their own. I mean, everything was good. Toning was good. Water therapy was good. Cold water therapy, which has become real popular now, was good. All those things are good adjuncts. But I wanted something that you could do every day and stay healthier and healthier and healthier. So your life would go like this rather than most people's lives, as you know, it goes like that, it goes down. Yeah. And it's not just because people feel that way. It's because you're told to feel that way. And it's not because you're told to feel that way, because when you have accidents and injuries, people don't recover back to being more healthy, which is what I wanted. So finally in China, when I was teaching there, I got to meet uh, to a lot of different steps, the grand grand master, their national treasure of all Chinese medicine, all Qigong, all Tai Chi, all Kung Fu. And um, it was just a honor of my life to be able to meet him. And the uh, only reason I got to do it was because of a lot of work I was doing over there in China as far as teaching their doctors endoscopy. So what was fun was, you know, he, he sort of looked at me like I was a, you know, this is post Mao Zedong. So this is not like everybody's walking around in Versace like they are now in China uh, or Versace knockoff or, or Lululemon knockoff, something, you know, like now everything in China, you go, God, everybody here is so well-dressed. You know, they're all knockoffs that they get from the, you know, the, the wonderful factories there. They're all making this stuff. So um, they let me study them uh, and he let me study him and I got to follow around, but they, they didn't treat me too nice because I was the only American, only doctor, only English speaking guy. And they weren't going to translate even for me. Uh, they just made as rough as possible on me, which later I found out was a good thing because I know that, you know, that if you have a trainer or somebody who's really interested in your health and they're really tough love all the time and they only want you to succeed, and if you don't succeed, they're just going to keep pointing the way, which is what I had to go through with all these challenges. Eventually, I was able to get trained, which was my life dream. So the Grandmaster one day said, would you like to get trained? I said, yes. And up till then, I thought I would just take notes and study and prove that you could heal people without touching them, which is what I learned from him. Uh, from a distance, with your, with your, first with your fingers, then with your mind, then with different techniques. And it just took way over the whole uh, aspect of how we look at the body um, from Western medicine and also how we look at the body from acupuncture and, and acupressure. I learned all those things previously, but this whole discipline of the body is all about sensors and your body has a gazillion sensors like your ears, the ones you're familiar with, balance when you're on a bicycle or a skateboard or a surfboard uh, or doing a lunge. All those things are important sensors, but you've got so many more. And it was all discovered by Lao Tzu, the uh, gentleman that discovered the yin-yang symbol, which is really, which really was the big benefit for me since I'd studied so much science um, up till then was uh, sort of the source. And even Einstein says this and Tesla says this, that you're sort of the source of quantum physics. And the best thing about quantum physics is that you matter. All those studies, if you look up any of them, that you matter. If you're in the equation, it, it happens one way. If you're out of the room, it doesn't happen the same way. Even light will change. So if you have that much power, what if you could control that? What if you could actually take control of the aspects around your life, including your health? Because while we're sitting here right now, you know, if you look at your hands, 
um, I mean, they look like fingers that are moving around, but even the neurosurgeons don't know how this all works, you know, from the nerve down to the brain. And then while we're sitting here, we think that, well, there's a hand. But really, what's going on is there's all these cells moving around under every single layer and nobody in your body. There's not one thing that's sitting still. You're moving inside even when you're asleep. Even when you're following your circadian rhythm, things are happening while you're asleep. You're healing. But people go, well, there must be some kind of, uh, you know, I get time off. You know, I get a lunch break. I get The body doesn't. It just has phases. It goes through. It's, but it's always working and moving. And what they discovered back there and what I got trained in was how to tap into the forces that move all the things, all the organs in the body, all the acupuncture, acupressure, and how to Qigong, Tai Chi, how all those disciplines came out of this um, wonderful, like white light energies. Because what they trained me in was that the, you know, all these wonderful things, like Jet Li was a guy who I'm sure you know, the uh, uh, Kung Fu artist. He was the guy who used to come to camp all the time. And he was five times barehanded, uh, you know, a, a guy to win in China uh, in the in their octagon or whatever whatever ring it was uh, in martial arts and he always had injuries and things uh, that he would encounter and so we were always showing him different practices but then I got to work with him and work on him you know first was the grand master was doing it and then he allowed me as I was getting trained and oh by the way the training was he never gave me a guarantee you know so you would think that okay we're going to train you and sooner or later you get to the end of your training program and he said to me there will be no guarantee as a matter of fact the only guarantee i can give you is over the thousands it's a five thousand year old discipline almost nobody makes it and i said well you know i've accomplished enough degrees he goes it won't matter you're going to make it as far as you were meant to make it this lifetime and how you make it through each one of the challenges and it's all verbal tradition because i kept saying can you give me a book to read when i go back he says no book it's all been an oral tradition handed down from Lao Tzu to, well, before Lao Tzu was Wan Di uh, and uh, 70 Grand Masters before him, and then passed down through the Yellow Emperor's book, and then now through this. But it's always been an oral tradition that you had to learn by earning your right to be able to do it yourself, and then you could pass it on to someone else. So I said, okay, if I can learn it, I would love to learn it and then bring it back. He says, well, you, know, you might not make it. You won't make it to the end, even though you've got your degrees. And also, it's very dangerous over here. We don't have malpractice, and we don't have malpractice lawyers either. And so if you get injured, which a lot of people did, and I got injured plenty, um, you know, it'll, it'll go well or it won't, and you'll have to stop at that point. And it was true. A number of people got seriously injured. There was people who tried to get trained over the years I was there. And, one, and a couple of people even, you know, didn't make it. 100%, you know, really got hurt and badly. Um, and so each one of the challenges was something that uh, I still was welcoming because I said, this is the other side of reality. This is the side that allows us to generate. I don't know, have you ever hit a home run or hit a triple? Yeah. yeah you, know, you know how, like, if you hit a home run or a triple, all of a sudden there's like moment where it's like silent just before you hit the ball. And then you just feel that connection and then you go hit. And then you almost stun there. If you even watch it in the in the pros now, because I have major league baseball players that I work with and NFL people, they still stop when they ever hit it. It's all almost like you're in this altered state that allows that home run to go and go way out there, you know, hit. And it just really is significant that you're in an altered state. Well, that altered state is accessible. And that's what he trained me on how to do that, to be able to treat patients with all kinds of things and not have to touch them. And then finally develop all these 
exercises that people could do on their own so that they could open these sensors and start not only healing parts of your body, but get stronger in terms of your health, your relationships, your financial status, and definitely your creativity and the Einstein part of your brain. It actually makes you smarter to be doing these practices. And we've got so many people, I've been doing this oh, for over past 20 years here, back and forth, back and forth uh, around the world, teaching people these techniques. And, you know, we have people on tape who are already saying, I'm, I'm very, very successful. And people know me, you know, people who've been on magazines, they'll say, but they'll say these practices I've made, you know, so I've doubled my income or I've handled uh, all my relationships in a way that everything is win-win now. Because that's one thing I'm working for is my whole goal and why I'm doing this is not to show people levitation, which after you see levitation or telekinesis or something like that, or that I can heal a lesion or that you can heal a lesion, then, then, then what? Well, you have to go home and get, get along with your significant other and you have to get along with your children. See, I'm going doing this for world peace. I think that if people could feel able in all of these eight areas that are so significant in um, this discipline of energy for success, then people, if somebody bumps into you, you know, no matter what it is, uh, if you're in great shape, somebody bumps into you, like at the gym, if somebody bumps into you, you're in great shape, you'll go, hey, are you okay? But if, you, if you're like having a bad day and somebody bumps into you, you go, hey, what are you doing? Why are you, right? you know, you would be irritable. So one thing I've noticed over the years is that these eight qualities that are so essential to human uh, success are also the same qualities that allow for human uh, interaction to be so positive and for people to get along. So people have used these techniques that I've brought back now uh, and tested out with over thousands and thousands of clients to be able to have really great business success, great employee success, great spouse success, great significant other success, and also be able, doesn't matter what age you start. So I've, I've, it, it works because your human body is set up for this. You don't have to change any point of view or any religious aspect or anything that you firmly believe in. It, it'll work whether you're in the, in the Middle East. Uh, it'll work. I, I've done these, these programs for people in the Vatican. I've done this for Muslims, uh, uh, for Christians, Jews, every single religion. It doesn't matter what your faith is. It's your human body has these sensors that really supremely love to get better every day. Just like you like to be able to do one more push-up every day. You feel stronger. So you don't have to change your belief system. You don't even have to. I mean, it's good if you're a positive thinker, but you don't even have to change being a positive thinker. You could be a doubter. I've had plenty of scientists who come to me who are very, very hypercritical. And I say, okay, listen, be as critical as you want. I've dealt with people that are, we have one guy who may get a Nobel, actually. Uh, and eventually everybody comes back and says, this really works, really works. I'm able to like, you know, get up in the morning and snap, get out of bed, no matter whether the person is, you know, 70, 80 years old, or whether they're five years old. I have kids who play their, uh, these guided breathing visualizations, uh, which are, which is something I brought back. Some of them are five minutes, some are seven minutes, some are 20 minutes, but they take you to different levels of enlightenment, different levels of energy. And all of those allow you to sleep better and to function better. So you can listen to certain ones during the daytime or certain ones at night. And so we have kids who just turn them on at night and whether they even listen, you know, and they, and they play it all night. The point is that it doesn't matter whether 
I treat somebody or give these practices, the, these either the ones you listen to or the ones you watch or the physical ones, they all work because they allow you to tap in to that home run pathway in each one of your sensors. So whether you want to skateboard or whether you want to lift weights or whether you want to be an athlete who's a, a I've got a number of people who compete in, in not only NBA, NFL, but also in the Olympics. And if you really want to gap up, this allows you to bring yourself into that state where you're going to be better than you ever thought you could be and keep improving it. And that, that to me is going to give people such a opportunity to look at life in a way that you have something to look forward to every day that you don't have time to have this thing that we've had going on for 2000 years, which is acrimony, war and people upset with each other. Because really think about it. If you were doing great financially, which this helps you do, if you're doing great in your romantic relationships or your significant relationships with your family or your, 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 your family, your children, whoever, uh, and whoever you work for, I mean, less and less to complain about. Therefore, less and less, everybody's trying to get rid of stress, but you can't war, You can't do war on war. It doesn't work. So people go, well, I'll take this pill for stress, or I'll do that. Well, Western has been trying that for years, and how are we doing? We have more stress and more drug use. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. And people say, well, you just got to change your attitude towards it. Well, it's hard to change your attitude when it hurts, when you feel bad. So what's great about this, this does change your attitude for little kids and for adults because automatically you start to recognize, wait a minute, I don't feel like I'm, I'm going to strike out. I feel like I'm going to be able to go up there and be able to hit the ball. And those sensors in your body, then you're willing to learn all the time because really this is a learning planet, you know, get with it. You're going to be learning your whole life from the time you start to the time you go. If you're not willing to learn every minute and, and grow like the grand grand grandmaster taught me. And I, you know, eventually I became one of only nine people in the whole world who've made it to grand grandmaster in this discipline of uh, energy for success. And he, he would always say that it, it, it will stop the moment you think that the world isn't expanding. And, and, you know, if you look out in the, in the heavens there, uh, far out in space, you'll see every day it's expanding further. And so that's our birthright. That's our onus is to, is to catch up with that. Like our body's constantly expanding. Cells are constantly moving off of, this isn't the same skin that was here yesterday. Your skin's constantly moving up another layer, popping off another one. Same with your intestine. Same. With, and so if you can get into that process, so it's creating wonderful things. And I know one of your doctors talked about epigenetics and that was beautiful. And the point is this epigenetics was worked out 5,000 years ago in quantum physics because that's you being involved. And yes, it's good for you to be positive, but do things that'll work. And this, these practices, the physical ones and the uh, mental ones all allow you to be. In that space so that you feel, okay, give me the bat, give me the ball. I'm ready to go in. You know, the Michael Jordan thing it's, we got three seconds left. I'll take the ball. Yeah. So there's so many questions, Dr. B. I'd love to, for you to kind of come back a minute. And you said, um, talked about enlightenment. You also talked about the aspiration for health. You wanted to make more people healthy. How yeah. would you, what, what is the root of, we'll call it disease in this case. So we'll say the opposite of health, which may, most people would, devi would define it as disease. What is the root of that? So if you're, if we're proposing that we're fixing illness and, and, and disease with energy, this energy for success protocol, what have you determined in all of your years of studying these things is actually the root of it? Perfect. You know, the yin yang symbol, mm -hmm. it's black on one side with a white dot 
and yep. white on one side with a black dot. And believe it or not, the way it's set up is you always have a choice in this lifetime. And that's hard for people, and especially when you study upper level philosophy or quantum when they start to meet, is that you really do matter in what you choose, but you have to choose on good information. And what has caused so much illness in this world is misinformation. Okay, so if you look at the black side of the of the sort of comma and it has a white dot in it, usually it means that by physics, if you keep making the wrong decision over and over again, no matter what, you're not going to have much of a good experience of life if for your health, for your relationships or whatever. And the white dot in there is just to show you there is some hope if you finally, you know, get, get recognized that by physics, it's never going to be nice on this side. But if you go to the side where you're, you, you're opening up your energy pathways all the time, opening the sensors, then it's okay by physics for you to keep winning and winning and winning. So for example, your great grandparents, okay. If they took um, a pen or a pencil and they threw it in the air, it is going to go up in the air. It's going to crash. You do the same thing. Nothing has changed according to the physics of quantum. In other words, on this white, on this side that's that's white, the only reason for that little black dot, you want to know? The little black dot is because in the infinite wisdom that physics, this whole system was set up with, you believe it's by God, the universe, Mother Nature, is that you can keep having gravity repeat itself, repeat itself, and then every once in a while. Um, whatever the law of, of, that you're dealing with, the little black dot in there is this little spice in your life. So you might say, well, what do you mean? Well, have you ever had potato soup or leek soup? Yep. Yeah. So that's it's fine, isn't it? But if you put a little pepper in it, a little white pepper, it tastes a hundred times better, right? So it's the spice that all you're supposed to have, that's all the amount of aggravation you're supposed to have in your life. Just a little bit of challenge, a little bit of spice, a little bit of drama, maybe because people like to show, you know, emotions. But the point is that you can have either side. And so many people I know in philosophy, I know you've had people on your uh, show that, you know, have brought up this fact that you're the chooser. At every moment you get to choose. But how are you going to choose from the, what's the right information and what's the wrong information? Because there's so much misinformation. That's why I'm glad that you have your podcast. People, you know, since childhood, I mean, if you added it up, I've had so many clients over there said, add up all the stuff you've learned up until the time that you got this opportunity to break loose and break out of that side of the symbol, the yin yang symbol into where you're winning all the time now. What, what do you think about all the information that you picked up? They went, you know, was it? It's not like school was bad. It's just not the right information. Your brain was good. Right. And the teachers were doing the best they could. They didn't have something to give you if they didn't have it themselves. But once you learn that how to, you know, put the ball in the basket and how to teach other people how to do that, then that's the way you're going to do it. Once you learn that potato soup tastes or leek soup tastes better with just a little white pepper in it, then you're going to see, yeah, there's a balance between just enough spice in life drama and then plenty of winning and winning. And that's the source of illness is that we are given misinformation and we choose the wrong thing. Simple as I mean, people take it for granted that say, oh, well, I took this drug and I got a side effect. Okay. So how long did you stay on the drug? Who prescribed it? Did they check anything else out on you? Could you have done it without taking a drug? Could you have done it just by working out with, you know, some of the practices that you represent, you know, wouldn't that give somebody a leg up so that their own body, I mean, you know, that, um, well, I hope you know this there in, in medical studies, there's a, um, uh, 
uh, a study that showed what benefit does exercise have for illnesses or whatever. And it showed that of all the things that are sort of broadly beneficial, exercise benefits almost everything, Mm -hmm. benefits almost every illness, every problem, even psychology, even psychiatric problems, even, even, you know, now when we have anybody who has an operation, get them up right away. So people take that for granted, but that means your human body's intelligent, but you got to know how to access it. And that's what this information I'm trying to bring out. That's why I was trained at, uh, it was so, and I'm so excited about this to be able to embed the vibrations. Cause this technique, if you want to know more about the science is a vibrational technique, just like when you hear something, it's a vibration, right? When you feel something, it's a vibration. Mm-hmm. When you have balance, it's a vibration, but it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's say it's a waveform. The point is it's a frequency. And to be able to detect those frequencies, I was trying to be able to embed those in videos and audios and whenever I'm giving a presentation so that people can start to experience that, Hey, I can, I think I can do this. I think life is something I can take on. I think I can like improve in all eight areas now. And once that happens, your health versus your disease ratio is going to change dramatically. Then when you get an injury or you have an illness, if you catch it early, then you see, ah, what am I doing? That's not right. Okay, like you, you can, you know about circadian rhythm so well. That's beautiful. Some people find out their circadian rhythm is completely reversed. They fix that. That fixes a lot of things. Then, then they can show up and and really you know hit it. But every piece counts. That's either good information or misinformation. And what I like about the videos and audios and uh, that I've been able to create, I brought back this five thousand year old tradition, which was never written down. I'm the only guy went back and forth, back and forth for all these years to translate all this. Uh, is that it allows you just to play it at home and you get the benefit. You you get to either start to make goals, feel like you want to accomplish something physically or financially, and then your health starts to take off. We have people that have so many successes with health, especially not only physical problems, but also anti-Alzheimer. We have, I have a gentleman who was 80 years old and uh, he came to me and said, hey, would this work for me to be able to fly an airplane? I go, well, now, wait a minute. What do you mean? He's, I said, if you fly an airplane, you'll have to pass the test. He goes, yeah, but, you know, I've been doing all the practices since I've been in your course for over a year and I want to try it. So I said, you know, you pass the test, go for it. So he physically goes getting stronger and stronger. And then he started, you know, he got his pilot's license at 81. So he buzzed our lecture with his plane. So your chance of getting healthier is up to us. We have to take it on. And that's why I'm glad you have your program, actually. Thanks, Dr. Barry. So one thing you mentioned there twice that I want to come back to, I think is really useful, is you mentioned the word enlightenment. And I'm curious what that means and how that's correlated with health, and ultimately how you correlate that with your Energy for Success program. Before we get into like the mechanics of the Energy for Success, I'd love to, I'd love to speak about what enlightenment actually means with, in context of, of tying that together with health. If you and I, right now, were just to do a small exercise. You willing to do that? Of course. Yeah. So if you took your hands and just went like this and raise your hands above your head. Now that you got in there, now take a deep breath and don't let it out. Take another deep breath, stretch up, let your neck relax, let your neck relax and then go higher and then higher. 
Now just hold it there for a second and relax your neck further. Then slowly let your hands down, but forever let them take to come down. No matter how slow they go, I have all day. Let them come down. And then slowly come, put it right here for just a second. And then we'll go again. Deep breath, go above your head. Neck completely relaxed, no shoulder shrug. Just let those hands go to the, as high up into the sky as they can go and take a deeper breath. Let your shoulder blades even drop. Go up again. It's just three breaths. Again. And one more. And then slowly let it out so that a candle flame wouldn't even go out as you let the air out. Slow, slow. 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 You can put your hands on top of each other. You can put them on your chest or keep them an inch away from your chest. So one of the benefits of discussing enlightenment is that it's not just a mental thing. It's a total 3D experience. And anyone tells you different than that is never going to be able to give you the chance to get enlightened. So what we just did just then was a slight just you know, opening the dial of how much energy we're taking in at that moment. And the more energy that we can take in at any moment, the more chance you have for the experience of enlightenment. If you're, what was it, uh, Who's the great football coach? Was it uh, Vince Lombardi? Lombardi said, uh, tiredness makes cowards of us all. Right. And so what he was saying is that, or, or, you know, when your team is weak or tired, you're, you're not going to. So you want to be energized, but it won't. You don't want it from Mountain Dew. You don't want it from a, you know, a monster drink. You want it from being able to pull these energy, this energy frequency in. And maybe you felt a little something there that you got a little more like sense of like it's good. And we can keep doing that. And as we keep doing that, and I've taken people through a number of different practices like that, um, you start to recognize that you have time to hear this, this whole of thing. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You start to recognize that, uh, I don't know what's outside your window right now, but there's say there's over here, there's some in Pasadena. So there's a mountain over there and there's some trees here and then there's a space in between. And then there's this great Chinese, uh, uh, silk screen I brought back from China behind me, but, that's not all that's going on. There's a whole lot more going on. There's all this space between that's totally being ignored. And people are being taught to isolate that that over there is so far away from me, I have nothing to do with it, which is totally untrue. Uh, that mountain over there has nothing to do with me. Actually, that mountain's feeding you energy. Um, so if you start to see, I don't know if you have a window over there that you can look out of, but you can see a tree. Can you see a tree or something? See many trees, yeah. All right, so look at one of the trees and notice that, is there any green leaves on it? Many. Okay, so notice some of the green leaves and notice that, is, are both trees out there the same or they're different? There's many different trees. Good. So, first step in enlightenment is recognizing 
that if Microsoft had made all the trees, they wouldn't be that different. They'd be all the same. They'd be gray colored and they would just spray them down once a month to keep them clean. But the system that Enlightenment wants you to recognize is that the variability and the expansion and the intrigue and the fascination for, keep looking at the tree, the color that got created is all part of your joy and your experience each moment. So that actually your process of being here is one growing in prowess of your ability to experience anything and everything. So if you look at the leaves on one side, it's green, but then on the other side, it's a different color green. And people go, oh yeah, well, that's some reason for the ecosystem. No, that's for you. That's some reason as part of the intrigue of what's going on. And then some people would say, well, you know, okay, there's different color trees. And what about the birds that have these little colors on their above their eyebrow? I mean, you'll see that in Costa Rica. If you go see those unusual birds, they didn't have to be that way. They could have been all black. They could have been all green. No, there's a, people say, oh, well, that's just the way. What? That's the way enlightenment has it set up for you to explore the fascination that at every moment you're part of all of this. So I'm going to stretch it a little more now. Okay. And if I'm going too fast, you tell me. So you still look in the tree? Yeah. Okay. So take a deep breath. So where is your lung? Where's my lung? Yeah. Um, in my chest. Where is it? You're sharing it with that tree. Your tree is part of your lung because if the tree didn't make the O2, you have nothing to breathe in. And if right. you, with your lung, didn't expel the CO2, tree wouldn't be there. So believe it or not, if you look to yourself as a system, which is what part of enlightenment is, seeing that you're part of this whole enlightenment system, extending even into the outer realms of what's out in outer space. So you don't have to be an astronaut, and I've taken care of astronauts, that, that have to that have this ethereal experience of, wow, wow, what this world is. That experience of the wow is part of your moment-by-moment -moment experience, which feeds you. And once you start to recognize, like, yeah, it is sort of interesting that there's this kind of green and that kind of green and this kind of green and that kind of green. And then the other thing is that none of it's green. If it wasn't for your eyes, you wouldn't be able to see color. So it would all be black and white. So you see how it's set up so that you have this experience each moment of being enlightened, of actually having this fascination of something's going on here. And that something's going on is your prowess. And when you're a little guy or a little gal, um, you know, you always say, okay, Johnny, you got to go to bed. It's, you know, eight o'clock. He goes, no, I want to watch TV. And I said, no, you have to go to bed because you need your sleep because you're going to be bigger tomorrow. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be growing overnight. And that's not supposed to stop. And that's what I love about this energy for success is that it gives you this aspect uh, uh, to connect to the world that you're part of. You can't separate yourself from the world and you don't want to do that. You don't want to separate yourself from even the space between you and the tree, because that actually is a pathway between you and the energy that's coming from the tree. And you already know part of the energy is the O2 coming from there, but there's other things coming also. So walking around and getting the benefit of being on blue planet is, has, is definitely one of the initial steps of recognizing enlightenment. Some people say when they listen to the guided breathing visualizations that I have, especially the, the very deep ones, um, that, you know, that they've been meditating their whole life. And I've, I've taught a lot of very well-known meditation teachers uh, that they say, this is, this is 
takes me all the way to where I, you know, if I meditate for like an hour, I'm, I'm already there, like in five minutes. I said, yeah, this is in China. This was always considered, although they never wrote it down because they only wanted it for the emperors and for the emperor's leaders and for, you know, s- certain generals uh, to it's a, consider the fastest route to enlightenment because it allows you to immediately open your sensors, just like immediately get up there and be able to ho- hit a home run. So once you're having that meditation experience, um, where you're recognizing, oh, isn't that difficult? I don't have to worry about, you know, so a lot of people, when they meditate, they're worried about shutting their mind down or they have too much talking or there's noise outside. Really bounce roll it way past that. You know, you go to that state, a home run state where it doesn't matter what the crowd's saying, you're up there in the batter's box and you're going to hit that ball. Yep. Was that a somewhat useful explanation of enlightenment? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's the, I mean, my, my perception of that, Dr. Barry, you can tell me if this feels right or wrong is the acknowledgement of the oneness of human, a human experience and everything else around it. Right. It is, I, gosh, I was reading a book recently and I can't for the life of me remember what book it was, but the book that spoke about um, just this reality that we always see ourselves as separate from everything around us, but without the things in between, they simply can't exist. I forget what book it was. It was fantastic. Uh, I'll remember it as we go. Yeah, tell me the book. Yeah, I will. As I remember, I'll, I'll, I'll but that, that's great. So that's absolutely true. But no one. Can, what I loved about this discipline and why I was already, you know, successful as a surgeon, as a teacher. But when I was over there, I was going. There's a whole other world here, and that's what I was looking for. That there are two worlds. There's the world that's all struggle and grit. And you go to the gym and you push hard and you're going to do it. Or you take some type of supplement that is not good for you. And and then that's going to push you. Or there's the feeling like I'm getting stronger every day because, like you said, you're on your circadian rhythm or you're doing these practices. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I feel better. I'm getting younger. And actually, one of the names for this discipline was it's called get younger energy or new life energy. Because every day your opportunity is actually to experience that it's new that it's actually getting younger and healthier. We have people who, you know, have terrible problems with uh, mental or physical and it's, you know, their testimonies are all over the website and other places that the, uh, the benefits they've gotten from doing it. So enlightenment is accessible and it's accessible not only for your benefit, but for what I'm going for, which is, the world, because it takes a village, it takes a village. People need to be able to connect and get along, no matter the color, the religion, the belief. And once you recognize as human being that enlightenment is what's going to connect you or the, uh, the quantum physics of this energy that's always available to us, then you're going to want to come out with a workable solution. One person's going to make the shoes. Somebody else is going to make, you know, the surfboards, everybody's going to have something and then it, it becomes a cohesive environment. Can you tell me about the energy success for success uh, model that you're advocating and, and what people may take away from this conversation we're having and how they can apply it to themselves? What I created years ago when I first wanted to see, because see the other grandmasters are off in caves in China someplace. And I talk to them every once in a while, but the, I wanted to see if I could get this to the public. So by getting the training to be able to embed these vibrations into the media, all you need to do is to watch uh, the video ones or listen to the audio ones and, or do the physical practices, which are thousands of years old. And then you right then and there or start 
to make progress immediately. It's immediate results, uh, 20 minutes a day. And then, of course, if you want to get faster and more powerful, we have people that once they find out about this, well, how many programs can I do at one time? I said, well, if you do all the practices, just keep going. I mean, it's, I want you to make it to the top. I want, I mean, I've taken care of presidents of not of other countries and senators in this country and um, scientists. And it doesn't matter what your level is or whether you're a farmer and uh, you're, you know, growing crops um, or hopefully grass fed beef uh, that uh, you want to be your best. And these programs, whether you're watching them, I mean, I've had people watch them. I mean, we haven't gotten them into the space capsule yet, but we're, got, we're almost there where the astronauts can be watching because it allows you to get along on whatever sleep you have to get that becomes functional without adrenal burnout. And, it, with that, and so that you're able to like be more physically intelligent and mentally intelligent so that you make wise choices. And I think that is one of the most important parts of the program. It isn't just like... Um, that when you watch a video and of course they're interesting. I talk about topics that have to do with what you're up against in life every day and how to accomplish that. But if what's embedded in, in the media is these vibrations that actually open you up so that when you finish, you feel like, um, well, have you ever liked to sat next to the ocean for 15 minutes versus, versus sitting in a basement of a house? Yep. Okay. Big difference, right? Because you're surrounded by different ions. So what they discovered thousands of years ago is, and took forever to be trained in this, uh, was that I'd be able to use that not only in connecting to the physical body, but also into different media to different, um, I can do it with food. I've taken people out for dinner and they say, what's this taste like? And they'll, they'll try it. And I go, it tastes pretty good. And I say, okay, now, then I'll put some energy in it, do a special thing. And I said, take a moment now, taste it. They go, ah, tastes great. What happened? So I'm not saying that we're changing water to wine, but we are saying that you have a opportunity each moment to go one direction or the other. And you don't know unless you start to give yourself that chance. And that's my big chagrin. What's happened with all of Western medicine and all of education is that we pretty much were too little too late. Hmm. Do we all have the ability to do that, Dr. B, or, or is that something that you have to train for many, many years to be able to accomplish? Because there's people out there who will, um, you know, try, try to convince you that they have the ability to do that. Uh, and I'm curious if you think everyone can do that if they tap into it or if that takes years and years of training. One of the things the Grandmaster said is that only the way this planet is set up is that if you're going to be someone who's going to contribute a th- you know, win-win. And by win-win-win, I mean win-win-win. Win for the other person, win for the environment, and then yourself, you're not taking advantage of somebody. You're actually winning at the same level. That kind of person, if I teach them the energy, they can grow and expand. But if there's someone who's trying to get a, a leg up, and I met so many people like that, you know, who want to say, I'm the greatest, and I got hit by lightning while I was walking on the beach, and now I'm enlightened, or, you know, I learned how to do this one technique, and so now I can treat people. You know, they have a very thin vibrational expertise, and I wouldn't recommend, and I met a lot of those people for seven years while I was going 160,000 miles around the, around the globe, visiting North Pole, South Pole, every single part of this world. And what the good news is, though, is that these vibrational techniques, if your heart's in the right place, you yourself can become competent. 
And that's what I would say. Always be wary of someone who says, you know, that you that you can't do it yourself, that you couldn't become the person who's independent. I want everybody to be a tall tree that you don't have to be. See, the world we've had up to now, that side that's black, that only has one light at the end of the tunnel there, maybe, which is hope, is that the world that we live in mostly has people dependent on things or obligated, especially relationships. People go, well, I did this for you yesterday. What are you going to do for me today? You didn't call me. So, you know, I'm now upset with you. So, you know, there goes the drama again. And that's not supposed to be your life. Your life is supposed to be that experience you were having a minute ago, you know, just enjoy, not only enjoying, but experiencing each moment of your expansion of your prowess in your ability to participate in the actual growth of yourself, your financial, your relationships, your physical health, and everybody around you. So that's a world that works for everybody. So if you find somebody who actually is coming from that place, I would listen to them and see if you have benefit. But mostly what I wanted people to do, to not have to search, search all over the world like I did, they can do it from home. It's your body that does it. And, you know, I've got people, well, let's take the NBA because um, those guys are funny. You know, they're seven feet tall and they come in, they go, Doc, I don't want to know anything about quantum physics. I don't want to know anything about enlightenment. I just want to be in the zone. So I said, okay, this is great. This is all about you being in the zone. And so they do the practices in between, uh, you know, right before the game, you can see some of the players doing them on the, on the court. Now uh, you'll recognize them and uh, listening to the guy to breathing visualization before they come, you know, on the bus, before they come in. And what it does, it puts you in the zone so that, you know, you're going to be able to put the ball in the basket over and over again, or the hockey puck, you know, into the goal. So it every it every human being has these capacities in them, no matter where you're starting, no matter what your language, no matter what your background is, and no matter what your age. I've trained I've trained kids how to do this at five years old, six years old, and they love it because you know children, as you probably found out with your kids, they're not that much different than taller versions of children called adults, right? We have this whole mystery called this is an adult because they know something, but you know how irritated you are as a kid at some stage when you start realizing, wait a minute, what have these people been telling me? You know, it isn't necessarily all I need to know. And so that's why I went on the search so that you could start to access what's valuable in life for yourself and make good decisions and what isn't. And that's what the every moment is this choice process that you need to learn how to do. And then if you can learn that by just immersing yourself in these vibrations, you'll be able to go out and we have it every day. I mean, I had a guy yesterday who told me that uh, his company was really in bad shape with COVID. And he said that uh, he discovered the program and he started watching all the videos and listening. And he says he can't believe it. He says he's now doing better than he ever did before COVID. And uh, he's now going to be able to sell his company. He's just phenomenally happy. So it doesn't matter what's in sports or financial or just write, writing books. Like, you know, Dave Asprey, the gentleman who's I've been working with for years um, and also Tony, you know, they, they all want to write a lot of books. So you can use this energy to be creative. Everybody, if there's one lesson I would want people to walk away with, you are not done yet. You have not seen how good it could become for you if you got access. And this will give you access to the parts of you that you, whenever you cross the finish line and you go, God, I'd like to do that every day. This will give you that access to be able to keep doing that.
That's a great question. So that's a great segue into my next question is like, what level of enhancement or what level of improvement do most people uh, tend to receive or what what can they expect? You know, is it like, you know, my life is kind of okay right now. I'll have a little more energy or is it the type of thing where if you implement it on a consistent daily basis over time, it continues to, to exponentially increase? Absolutely. More and more and more and more. And if you speak Italian or Spanish, a more, more and more love every day for your existence, your prowess, your ability. You are to blow yourself away every day. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. You're not here to be complaining. You're not here to be upset, not because you need to be positive, because you're actually in this process of expansion that's going on that gives you a chance to really excel. So I had one guy who came to me, um, just got out of college. Uh, and then I think he was did he, he did an extra year business school, and then he, I said to him, um, we were just taking a walk one day, and I said, so what do you want to do? He says, oh, I, you know, I, you know, I, I'm interested in real estate. I said, well, you know, with these with these practices, you choose, and then you focus the energy, you'll be able to do it. He said, like what? And so we were standing from this building, so I said, you know, like building buildings like this. Ten years later, okay. This guy's gone from zero to being worth $100 million. He's built buildings all over Austin. He's become the most successful builder there. And he just used these techniques. And we've got his testimonies. I'd love for you to meet him. He's a great guy. And then there was another gentleman that came to me um, who said, I really, you know, I'm out here in Los Angeles and I'd like to become a uh, writer for, um, uh, you know, movies and uh commercials and things like that. And I went, great. So what's your background? He goes, I'm a soccer coach. I go that you graduated college, a soccer degree. He says, well, soccer and lacrosse. I went, okay, great. So you, you got this idea because what there's people in your family that are in the industry. And he goes, no, nobody in my family is into, you know, performing arts or theatrical arts. I said, well, then you must have some close friends. He says, no, I just like to watch movies and I like plays. I said, great. So I said, if you're really serious you do these practices, you can focus it because one of the eight things that these uh, energy vibrations work for is your creativity and being able to make really smart decisions and also serendipity so that you're actually having more good fortune in your life than you can even imagine. And we've got this really strong professional gentleman now. Some people may know him, Dr. Mercola, and he's been on many people's, you know, screens uh, for years. And he says, listen, energy for success is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my own life. And he says, I'm already successful. He said, but I never had serendipity like this. He says, just things keep coming in because see, you're set up to recover all those buckets that you've always wanted since you were a kid. It's just that we get distracted into that one side where we start having this drama story that it doesn't feel right. We don't know how to get out of it. And this will get you out of it. So there was the guy who was the one to become a writer. It's, a, you know, it's the famous story. I said, just get a job in one of the companies doing anything. Uh, and he said, okay, I got a job as an EA. And so, you know, executive assistant uh, or personal assistant to one of the people there. And I said, great. And so over time, it took about oh, a few months. Uh, we, I had him go by where all the writers are in the company. Uh, and just so happened, uh, 
you know, here's your serendipity that his goal to become a writer, he just started a conversation with the, with one of the writers there because he was staying late. And the writer said, yeah, if you, if you got stuff to put in, you know, we're not going to pay you for it, but you can put stuff in and we'll definitely put it into this stuff we analyze every day. So he said, okay, I'm going to start writing for you guys in addition. So in addition to bringing, being a barista, oh, that was his job before he got the job at the studios. He was a barista at mm -hmm. Pete's. Okay. You know, Pete's coffee. Yep. Yeah. So he, um, he started submitting stuff. And then the boss of the writer said, who's submitting this stuff? Who, who is this? He says, Oh, that's the coffee guy. And they said, well, he needs to start presenting more stuff. So eventually he became uh, a paid writer. And then eventually over time took about two years, he actually became the head of a whole writing group in that company and has like four guys working underneath them. Wow. See, so the talents inside of you, and you've known that when you were a kid, it's just that it gets pushed around by all the misinformation that you see in social media or in like what you've heard from some of your previous podcasters that, you know, people don't get to see where their good is and their good is waiting for you to reach for it. And I guess one last story, there was a guy because we're, we're dealing with the joy of music. Now there's one gentleman came to me, his father sent him and he said, listen, I want you to take care of my son and get him out of the garage. And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, he thinks he's a musician. And I go, okay, what does that mean? He says, well, he is bent on, you know, writing these songs and he's been in that garage. You know, he, I support him and, you know, he's been out of college for about four years and still nothing. So I met the guy and I said, so what's your goal? He says, well, I want to be a famous uh, musician, a musical uh, songwriter. And I went, okay, great. So what's your, have you sold anything so far? He goes, nothing. Have you had, have you tried? He goes, nothing. Everything's failed. I go, great. How many songs have you written? He says, over the past years, I've written three. I said, okay, well, that's not going to cut it. You're going to have to, you're going to have to open all the parts of your creativity, which is one of the eight parts that's so essential that you need to focus on with these uh, practices. So we're going to open up your creativity so that you can write the music that's inside of you. And just like you're connecting to the tree, you're going to connect to the musical muse that you so much want to connect to. And I, I bet you can do this. Not positive thinking. I said, but if you don't do the practices every day and I hear from your dad that you're still hanging out in the garage and not doing the work, then, you know, I'm not going to keep sending you this stuff to work on because I made it a project. Then I would keep sending them things and he would keep using it because he, he didn't. He, he was so, he walked around like, you know, a homeless person. He just wanted to be, he didn't care about anything. He just wanted that, you know? And so believe it or not, in six months, he ended up coming out with, I think, 13 songs. And some of his songs have actually, he's written for Beyonce now. And he even had um, one of the managers of the Rolling Stones take him on for a short time, the you know, previous managers. And that now he's working with Radiohead. Wow. So to go all the way from zero garage, you know, no income to now someone who calls me and goes, what do I do about these contracts, doc? I don't know anything about contracts. I go, yeah, you're now in the industry there. You, you better be careful. So what you sign your life away, you know, cause you always, you hear about musicians, they sign away their, their future rights. So he's, he's off and running and he's very, very successful now. He's very happy, but that's in, it's in each and every one of us. Ben. That's awesome. And 
We can't feel it until you see it and, 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 and experience it. And that's the way the universe is set up that you're supposed to be pulled into testing it out every day, testing yourself and experiencing what is it else that you can expand into. It's not supposed to be a step drag or I take the lumps with the gravy life or what I call grit. It's not supposed to be something that I grit through every day. And it's supposed to be something that you're like, by the end of the day, you know, you're thrilled. I mean, for years, you know, I just stopped doing surgery about mm, 15 months ago. Okay. But until then I was operating every day and I wanted to do that for the past 30 years because I wanted people to see that not only could we have great successes and all the nurses and the patients and great results with everybody, but then in the evenings and on the weekends and whenever I was doing the retreats or teaching that I could have people learn these energy techniques too. So you could balance the two. So you don't have to be dependent on just one part of Western medicine, you get Western plus the whole quantum of what Lao Tzu discovered. So you put those two together and it's going to give you a chance to be what you've wanted to do without having to put yourself, you know, in a monastery. And I've actually spent a lot of time in monasteries over the years in China and Korea, Japan. And, you know, when I taught in the beginning, I went there to learn Shaolin Monastery. And of course, you learn a lot of great things, but no one has that access to be able to turn yourself on every day. They have to have all these processes and starvation and all these different you know, ways of not having life be exciting. Sort of you're eliminating yourself rather than expanding yourself. And when I finally went back to the monasteries and showed some of these monks these techniques, they went, huh, I've been meditating here for five years and this really is allowing me really to gap up. Thank you. You know, so you don't have to put, you know, shave your head and put those nine dots in there, but you can if you want, if it helps you, you don't have to, you could, there's, there's an easier way. So Dr. B, I know you're going to generously give the audience uh, access to your three-day course. So I don't want to spend too much time going through all the details of that because we're going to tell them the link to that in a moment. But what I do want to touch on before we wrap is what are your um, daily practices now? Obviously, you've been doing this for a very long time and, and staying in that state must be either easier. I'll ask you, is it easier now? Is it something you still work on every day? Or is there still aspirations that you have to continue to expand? Beginner's mind. Beginner's mind. Never lose it. Beginner's mind. I know the path. I know what's necessary. But the way this planet's set up, it is so intriguing and so necessary for you to keep learning all the time that I'm constantly learning new things to expand and become even more powerful in terms of productivity, in terms of uh, IQ in terms of being able to create results, to be able to uh, accomplish things not only physically, but also make contributions to other people who really, I mean, I'm working with a group now. I mean, because, you know, all I want is to be awake all the time and to be able to help people. So I'm working with this one uh, gentleman who's, uh, he gets a dollar a year from these five, about 15 different places he's, he's donating his time to. And we're working on cleaning up the oceans and cleaning up the air. You know, people, you understand what's in the water out there, right? All that dump stuff. It's ridiculously horrible. And people are going, well, somebody has to do something. Well, he's doing something. He's using these techniques. And so I've got to get stronger and more powerful each day myself. So I don't get a break either. It, it's, it's an opportunity to expand and enjoy the expansion. But could you say how much time do I spend immersing myself and opening up to the next moment? I would say 
minimum, you know, two hours a day. Wow. Spend. But for normal people, you know, and people starting out, you know, 20 minutes is all you need to do. But I'm doing it in certain segments throughout all day. And why do I do that? Because if I put 10 cents worth of time into doing these practices, I get back a thousand dollars. If I put 10 cents into complaining or just, you know, just phasing out or daydreaming or or just going, I don't know, my feelings are this way or my thoughts are this way. Those feelings and thoughts aren't necessarily a rule. They don't have to run you. And that's once you find out that, you know, they did a study. It's a funny thing. There's a thing. There's a certain kind of cube. It was it was invented in like 1800s. I'll, I'll find it for you. It's a cube that's a drawing. And when you look at the cube, it, you can look at it this way, but you can also look at the cube a different direction. And it looks like it's standing on its edge. It's it's really cool, but it's not moving. You are. So you would say, okay, good. And your mind loves that. It's, we love these kind of things that allow you to see two or see different and showing you that you've got multiple choices in life. That's good. But then they found out if you rewarded someone inappropriately for only one side of that, that after a while, they wouldn't see the other side. Hmm. And so that's what's happened with education and, and with people's being sort of negative about so many different possibilities they've got in life is they've just had so much in the cultural milieu, which is what I call the matrix, you know, which is the, and the movie did a good job of demonstrating what I wanted it to do is that it, this milieu is a choice all the time. You can either go with Mr. Smith and let him tell you what to do or whatever your thoughts and emotions are, or you can be in this phase, what I call I don't know for sure. I'm, I'm willing to investigate. I'm willing to learn each moment and grow younger each moment in terms of what else do I need to know? Who do I need to talk to? Where else do I need to go? And the minute you start thinking that it is you aren't on learning planet, then you're in trouble. And the problem most people don't like about this planet in, in the fact about learning all the time is that it's impossible to learn anything unless you make a mistake first. So people have this whole bugaboo about making mistakes because they keep making mistakes. Well, what I like about this energy for success is that it allows you to learn from each mistake and start going to that other side of the yin-yang symbol. But like it or not, you're going to have to keep learning, which means you're going to be making a mistake first and to be able to make that mistake, you need to correct. Just like in skiing. Do you ever ski? Yes. Yeah. So you know how in skiing, you're like always like adjusting, 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 adjusting. Well, all those are little mistakes and then you adjust a little mistake and then you adjust. You're always being more and more alert. So in this program, what it's all about is you becoming quadruple A all the time, alert, aware, accurate and affable. So that it's not a thought process. It's a manifestation process that you're actually better on your skis um, in life. So it doesn't matter whether life sends you a mogul or a resistance, you're able to be flexible like the bamboo and be able to go around and over it. And then you're, you're successful because life is not about saying it's going to be this way tomorrow. No, it's going to be you're going to learn. You're going to use something you've learned from the past, but you have to learn something today, too. And if you're ready to keep learning and growing, then you will. The information's right there. It's just you have to be open and welcoming at it end. And, you know, that's why I'm glad you're doing your podcast. <laughs> Dr. B, this feels like the type of thing that I would like to kind of check in on every day with myself and uh, the fact that you so graciously offered the audience and myself this three-day course, three-day guided breathing visualization app, energyforsuccess.com slash muscle. I, I think, I, I mean, if you don't already have a podcast, I'd love to listen to you every day. Um, just kind of, you know, the, the constant daily reminder to not get pulled back into the matrix, right? To, to constantly keep yourself moving forward, expanding, and, uh, and ultimately living or stepping through the gap as you 
you say, right? It's finding the energy to allow you to, to live in uh, a mentally abundant lifestyle. Yeah. I love your recommendation. And because uh, we've got these videos and audios, people can actually start the process immediately. And then we have people like you met Krista, you can call and she'll set you up to make sure that you're moving quickly through it. But, you know, I've had a number of people ask me, why don't you do a podcast every day? And it's maybe, a lot of time. Yeah. Well, I, I love, because for me, it's just downloading. So it's not like I have to like, uh, I spent all these years having this information. I just need to have you see that that tree over there and you are what's working right now. Mm -hmm. And once you get that feeling, like I wanted you to get this, you know, that opens you up, then all of a sudden that's the real you. Yep. And that real you is what's really, really, really going to make you so proud. That's why it's, energy force success. It's like, you're going to start seeing whether you feel it or not in the beginning, you'll see it in your results, whether you can stand on one, you know, whether you can do a one handed push up in the beginning, doesn't matter. How many, what's your form? How's your body feeling? How are you growing? And I'm people, it's so wonderful that I get to see people grow and see people, no matter what their age, uh, just keep improving and therefore they're happier. So this whole thing about, I'd like to be happier, you know, so many people say, I'd like to be happier. And they go, well, when would you be happy? Well, I would be happy if all these things got accomplished. What if you came into life feeling like that one day when it's that spring day? I don't know. Do you remember? I don't know where you grew up. Do you remember? Do you have time to hear the story? Of course. Okay. Do you remember? I don't. I grew up in Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. So when after winter, and I used to walk to school, um, like Abe Lincoln. Yeah. So uh, not really, but I used to walk to school because it was a high school. So in walking to school, you know, when the winter changed to spring, it's like that one day, I don't know, maybe it's the last month of school, the air smells so good. You could smell that wonderful fragrance of spring. School is like, you know, you've made it through like, I don't know, seven eighths of it. And you're like going there, the sun's shining and you're good, you know? That's what I want everybody to have every moment. That's our birthright. That's what will allow us to make it uh, and keep learning. Because you have to keep learning. So that's the state in which you're going to be best able to learn. You don't want to sit back with that experience. So that's why I said I'm not done yet. I'm still constantly in conversations or presenting uh, in different uh, stages or traveling and trying to get this information out to people so that we can get, you know, a peaceful world that works for everybody. Talk to be. I love it. I'm definitely going to give it a try. Thank you so much for joining us and for offering this amazing three-day gift to our audience. And I'll definitely link to that in the show notes and so much more. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to tell the audience before we part? I think the most important thing is that however you're looking at life in any moment, it's actually can be something that doesn't require you to just make it up and become overly, you know, you don't have to say to yourself, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Although that works. It's actually, you have an internal part of you that's waiting to get stronger and stronger. That life is actually set up to go either this direction stronger each day or the way the matrix has it, which is going down each day. And no matter what you think or feel, it depends on what vibrations you're associating with. And if you're connected to the vibrations that keep opening you up every day, like these videos and audios that you actually can do these practices and they're easy. That's what blew me away was after I could get them out for people go, well, it's so simple. Like the one we were doing, 
that it's not that difficult to change from one side to the other. It just takes the change of going, okay, I'm just going to do this. So you really can do these practices and get the benefit right away. It doesn't take that long and 20 minutes a day uh, minimum, uh, and you can go further, but the more you do it, you'll go further, farther, faster. That's what I've noticed over the years, and it's all due to physics. So it's not going to change just like gravity didn't change for years of my great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah, that was fantastic. So I'll tell you, Dr. B, my experience with this is, you know, as few as seven or eight years ago, I was someone who was deep in the matrix and, you know, kind of getting in my own way and, and stressed more than I needed to be and probably unhappy more than I ever needed to be. And simply uh, executing on, on small daily practices, high value practices, high val- or high impact habits, as I like to call them completely shifted the way I approach life, the way I think, the way I feel on a day-to-day basis. And I've listened to all of your podcasts that you've done, uh, all the ones I could find anyways uh, on other shows. So uh, there's always something of value that you bring. And I'm I'm truly grateful for what you do and, and for what you continue to do for the world. So thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. That's a wrap, ladies and gents. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast with Dr. B, Dr. Barry Morgulin. Energy for Success is his amazing program. There's a link to that in the show notes. If you head over to muscleintelligence.com slash podcast, or if you're on Instagram, you can go into my uh, link tree in my in my profile and check out the uh, direct link to the show notes there. You can also go to the Muscle Intelligence Instagram page and get all the information there with uh, links directly to sponsors and show notes and so much more. We're going to be bringing a lot of value to you guys in the near future. A lot of our sponsors are going to be making donations. I'm personally going to be giving away a lot of programs, a lot of one-to-one stuff with me. So for someone who wants to work with me personally, head over to muscleintelligence.com and get on our VIP email newsletter list. Now we give out so much amazing information and uh, in the months to come, you know, I'm doing my best to get out the best possible content, both through the podcast and through the VIP newsletter list. If you guys haven't noticed, I tend to not be incredibly active on Instagram or any social media platforms, just because honestly, I don't love it. I don't feel like the fact that it's, it's uh, curated and, uh, you know, I can't kind of be on myself because people are watching and listening and uh, it's all just uh, not something I want to be part of. So I'm doing my best to be really, really active on my VIP newsletter list and on this podcast. So don't forget to subscribe to this and uh, share it with one person you know and love. Today's podcast, again, is brought to you by realmushrooms.com, the highest quality organic mushrooms on the market. If you're buying mushrooms, don't waste your money on buying other mushrooms and other companies. I promise the research has been done. I've had Dr. Jeff, or not Dr., but Jeff Jilton on the podcast in the past. And we talked about how all the other companies are using miscellinated grain and using the grain weight to actually go toward the weight of the, what should be mushrooms. So ultimately you're paying for grain, I don't know about you, but I don't want to put grain in my body, period, let alone paying high amounts for it instead of getting actual pure organic mushrooms. Realmushrooms.com slash Ben, get hooked up with 30% off or use the code muscle. They get 20% off if you're already a customer for Real Mushrooms. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. I know that you have so many opportunities and uh, with podcasts these days, it's insane. So as the numbers continue to go up with the Muscle Intelligence Podcast, I'm incredibly humbled. And I appreciate you guys being here. We have so much awesome information coming at you for the rest of this year and in 2022. Let's make it a good one. Thank you so much for tuning into Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. 
This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Pikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.